What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. In this episode, I talk about yet another conversation that I had with a colleague of mine. Keep in mind, I work at Costco, so I have about 75 to 100 different colleagues. And this conversation I had with a colleague was about uh, how to find a good trainer and how to know that this trainer is not fucking you over. I felt that this conversation is a huge, huge, huge concern for the majority of uh, the fitness space, especially those who've never worked out before. And uh, this conversation went extremely well with my with my colleague, and um, I felt the need to talk about this. So, in this episode, I talk about two, believe it or not, only two tips that I feel you need to uh, make sure that you found a good trainer and uh, you know you're not getting fucked over. All right, guys. So um, thank you very much for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Four days ago, I had a conversation with a colleague of mine, a different colleague, about how to find a good trainer and how to know that you're not getting fucked over, right? And this was a pretty eye-opening conversation because this uh, concern of his is something that all you guys relate to, all right? So to give you a little bit of context about this uh, colleague of mine, he's in his mid-30s. He is six foot three, six foot two, and he weighs 280 pounds. He's never stepped foot in a gym, never intentionally tried to exercise, uh, and yeah, he like visibly, like, I'm not trying to shit on him, but visibly, like you could tell, like he had the slouching shoulders, uh, and here he comes, uh, he started three months ago and he actually, uh, was 300 pounds and here he comes with this slouching shoulders, horrible posture. And he actually ended up losing, uh, 20 pounds. Yeah. He actually just told me four days ago that he's now at 280, and he lost all that by simply working at Costco. Now, the point of this, uh, this isn't, I'm not sponsored by Costco here. The point of this conversation is, is to not say, hey, come work for Costco, you're gonna lose weight. But where I work, uh, we average about 10,000 steps a day. Um, just that work alone with steel toe boots. So for someone who's living a, who was living a sedentary lifestyle and all of a sudden, he is now doing 10,000 steps a day. Yeah, you're definitely going to lose you're definitely going to lose weight. And the great thing about this is that you're doing it walking. You're not doing anything like extra, right? So anyways, getting back to the conversation, his concern, uh the reason why he asked me this is because he is starting to feel better, like noticeably better. He's looking better. And he wants to try. He wants to, uh, he found a gym near his house and he's like, uh, he, uh, four days ago, he had a meeting with uh, a trainer and he just wants to, because he's never done that. He's never like, he asked like, is it an interview? Like, what do they ask me questions? Do I ask them questions? Like, what the fuck do I do? I, I just don't want to get fucked over. So I'm going to keep this really simple, no pun intended. And because uh, this is a huge topic for you guys. Uh, this is a huge concern, you know, uh, New Year's resolution is coming up, you know, Christmas is coming up, the New Year is coming up, and a lot of you guys uh, are going to get motivated, disciplined, whatever the reason may be, 
uh, per, having a personal trainer, investing in a personal trainer is very, very, very crucial. You could do it by yourself as well, obviously. But uh, unfortunately, I've been in this industry long enough to say that uh, nowadays most trainers have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And I'm not trying to say that I'm the best, whatever. I used to be a piece of shit trainer myself. And uh, I learned over the years, right? You, we learn from our mistakes. So I figured I would dedicate an episode about what uh, to look for in a trainer and uh, how to, you know, not get fucked over. So it's very simple. Two things, right? The first one, make sure uh, that you have, uh, you feel like a good connection with the person. Now, what I mean connection, this isn't like a Tinder date. This isn't any of that, like... Not like, oh, like, I love your personality, whatever. Here's the thing. Like, you're literally going to be working with a complete fucking stranger, right? To put it into simple terms, uh, time is very precious, especially nowadays. Uh, well, like ever, like always. And um, you might be at a phase in your life where, you know, you're not hanging out with your friends as much. Everyone has their careers. Everyone's working. Everyone's trying to find their place in their life. And you're not hanging out with, uh, as, you're not hanging out with your friends as much as you want. Uh, you may be single, whatever, whatever the reason may be. Uh, the last thing you want to do is basically be with uh, a complete stranger and uh, basically getting a sweat on and all that stuff. For some people, it's intimidating. Uh, and for, you know, and you got, keep in mind, you're going to be with this person at least an hour to two hours a week, right? You could be spending your time with somebody else, right? That you actually fucking know. Um, so that being said, just make sure that person is, uh, you know, it's not like, doesn't give off creepy vibes. Keep in mind, uh, for starters, at first, they might be a good fit. They might be a very, you know, they might be very cool, very talkable, whatever, talk- talkable, talkative. And then all of a sudden, uh, two, three weeks or two, three months later, they start sending you like, you know, booty texts, like, you know, like you up or whatever. I'm saying that because I know clients uh, who've told me this. Matter of fact, it's trainers like them uh, that make women feel extremely uncomfortable in hiring a trainer, right? Because it's always like either like a male trainer with a female trainer or whatever. And um, it's unfortunate, but things like that happen. Uh, you can't tell, uh, you can't know a person right away. But um, what I could tell you right now for starters, and this may be an obvious point, right, obvious tip, but just make sure that you have a good vibe with the person, right? Um, so that's number one. Uh, number two, I'm going to go a little bit in context with that. Number two is uh, you have to be the boss. You have to go into this meeting knowing that you're the boss. Now, with that being said, I don't want you going in there with your head uh, fucking blown up and be like, hey, look, listen, I'm paying you. Uh, I want this, that, and this. Now, what do I mean by that? Uh, I've been in this industry long enough, and 99% of my clients that I train, uh, they all have this image that they want to look like by the end of their sessions or whatever. And as much as trainers, our job is to sell you, uh, it, your basic trainers are trying to convince a complete stranger to trust them. In today's day and age with everything going on in this world, it's hard to trust people. I get it. But guys, for you people hiring a trainer, um, 
it doesn't work like that. You can't just assume like after 10, 10 sessions or a year, shit, even five years that you're going to look like Kim Kardashian or you're going to look like uh, some fucking Instagram babe or Instagram model, whatever. You have no idea how many times it's very overwhelming how many people literally say, yeah, I want the abs like this person, but the arms like that person. And if we could, you know, try to avoid the shoulders. So, cause it, it doesn't work like that. Our bodies are completely different. And these Instagram babes and these thirst trap models, they've, they've worked out for years and sacrificed a big chunk of their quality of life to look like this. Okay, so throw that mentality out the window, okay? The whole being, like the whole quote-unquote you're the boss mindset is you go in there and you tell them, and this is, the th- this is listen to this very closely, you got to tell them that I only have this amount, this much money, not like an asshole, but just say like, because some trainers will push you to invest more because they're going to say this is an investment in your health, whatever, well, look, times are rough. You only have this amount, this much money, whatever. If you can only afford five to six sessions, that's cool. Whatever amount of sessions you could afford, say this. I want you to teach me how to do the five compound movements. Now, what are these five compound movements? Squatting, deadlifting, rowing, pressing, and lunges. All right? Why? Because these five compound movements not only replicate our day-to-day lives, our movements in every day-to-day lives, like bending down, picking something up, putting something overhead, pulling something towards you, pushing something away from you, and walking, right? How many of you have a hard time walking or going up the stairs without hurting, uh, without, without feeling any pain, whatever? But most importantly, these movements are the biggest muscle building signals that you could possibly create for, for yourselves, especially for those who have never done this before. Okay. Now, what does this mean? These muscle building signals in simple form, right? Podcasts called keep it simple in simple terms. We want to build muscle. Okay. Yes, you could build muscle, you could build your bicep doing bicep curls, but that isn't a very loud muscle building signal. Okay. These five compound movements require the whole entire body to work together properly and effectively and safely. And if you have the whole entire body working all at once, you are building the loudest, you are creating the loudest muscle building signal you could make. All right. And with that being said, not only are you building a lot of like, not only are you creating the uh, muscle building signal, you are also improving your posture and your motor movements, the way you move. Everybody today has forward shoulders. We all have back pain. We all have aches and pains and we all are very limited, especially with our shoulder mobility. Now, if you guys think about it, we use our shoulders every single second of our life. We use our hips every single second of our life, right? It's extremely important to strengthen 
these joints, shoulder, the, the shoulders and hips, so we could prevent these injuries coming up and even getting bigger as we age. I have a 17-year-old colleague who literally just got fired from his old job because he was on arrêt de travail because he had, a, he had back, reoccurring back problems. For a 17-year-old kid, that is not normal. Matter of fact, I have a Cairo who I visit for often, and he said the biggest, you know, he, he, uh, he has these conferences with all, all these chiropractors all over Canada, and they say, like, the biggest, most common issue that they see in late teens to mid-40s, 50s, is back aches, back problems. It's crazy. These compound movements help prevent that. I can't, not permanently, right? We're always going to have back issues, right? Like it's not like we're always in a neutral spine position, but it strengthens your spine. It strengthens your posture and it wakes up these muscles that you, that were, that basically quote unquote sleeping um, your whole life. Okay. And third Third, uh, third, thirdly, you could say that, I don't know. Thirdly is these five, these compound movements. If you, if these, assuming these trainers know what the fuck they're doing. If these trainers teach you and build you up and get your body to do these exercises properly and safely alone. Oh my God. Then you are basically you basically just created the foundation for the rest of your life when it comes to your fitness journey. Because now that you have these foundational, these foundational movements, compound movements, I mix them up by saying either compound movements or foundational movements. I like to say foundation movements because it is your foundation, right? We stand up, we walk, we pick something up, we bend down, we, pick, we, we push, we pull, we, all these things, right? This is our foundation of, of our human body. The fact that you now have these foundational movements and you're able to do this properly and you are aware of how to do these safely, you don't need a trainer anymore. And if you do need a trainer, it's for little nicks and knacks and little like tweaks. Because if you're able to do this alone, to do these five compound movements alone, oh my God, then the sky's the limit for you guys when it comes to building muscle. Okay? You guys have to understand if you're hiring a trainer and this trainer puts you on a machine and all you guys do and the majority of your training is on machines, you're not doing anything. Like, yes, okay, you're, you're doing something. Doing something is better than doing nothing. But you guys have to realize trainers are fucking expensive. I'm expensive. Like, if you're hiring me, I'm pretty expensive. But I can guarantee you this. If I'm teaching you... If I'm, help, if I'm teaching you something on my podcast, imagine what I could do one-on-one to your specific needs. Like this is an investment. I'm teaching you something. I'm giving you my I'm giving you knowledge, right? Going on a machine, the t- trainer's not teaching you fucking shit. All you got to do is basically save your money, stick around in the gym if you don't know how to use the machine and watch other people use the machine and then just go right after them. Okay, like you don't need that. All right, and these trainers who give me, put you through these high intensity interval trainings, cool, like it's 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 pretty effective short term, but it's all about the long term goal. You want to 
you want to shred your weight off. But most importantly, what you guys aren't thinking is you want to keep the weight off for the rest of your life. And in order for you guys to do that, you must emphasize on building muscle through these foundational exercises. The more muscle you have, guys, the more expense, the, the more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism gets. The faster your metabolism gets, the more calories you actually burn. All right? By itself. So imagine if you're burning, if you, let's just, uh, I'm just saying, uh, I'm just throwing out numbers. And these are pretty, you know, common, this is a pretty common uh, uh, caloric burn. You build muscle, let's say you built like a pound of muscle, two pounds of muscle, you're getting strong in the gym through these exercise, through these foundational exercises. You're burning on average 200 calories a day, right? Multiply that by seven days a week. That's 1400 calories a week. That's a lot by doing nothing. But all you guys are focused on is I want to get this weight. I want to look like this person. I want to get this weight off as fast as possible right now. And then guess what? You do that for, let's say you paid for 10 sessions with the trainer. You guys do a little bit of squats or a little bit of this, whatever. And then you guys just focus, focus on what you're able to do, which is, you know, basically being the crap out of yourself by doing these fucking burpees and a whole bunch of other dumb shit. You lose, let's say, 20 pounds after 10 sessions, which is possible if you guys only emphasize these hit classes. What are you going to do after? You just spent 500, 600 bucks. You can't come up with an extra 600 bucks. And then you just gain the weight back. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, the trainer was really good, but I gained my weight back after. Trainer wasn't a good, your trainer wasn't a good trainer. Trainers are supposed to tell you what you need rather than what you want. Because let's face it, guys. You guys, your wants, and this is like in life, right? We all buy what we want and never what we need. Except like groceries and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I want a Rolex. I don't need a Rolex. Point is, now that you have this, this podcast, I'm your secret weapon. So for all of you guys who've given up on your journey never hired a trainer and you really want to hire one but not too sure how or go about it follow these listen to this episode i hope you listen to this episode up to now and just follow these stick to these two tips make sure the person is is you know cool you know that you could like you know doesn't give off creepy vibes and number two you're the boss and tell them that you want to practice you want them to teach you how to do these five foundational movements. If they could get you, and if you are, if you take this seriously, you know, and like, because they could, they could teach you all this stuff. But if you're, if your mindset is, eh, I don't like this, whatever, then you're never going to succeed with this. You're never going to, your fitness journey is always going to suck and you're going to stay the way you are. Right? No one likes to do what they suck at. But like everything in life, if you strengthen, if you practice what you're not good at, you are going to be a better person in the long run. Unfortunately, no one likes to practice what they're not, what, what they suck at. Trainers are supposed to do that. So go into that meeting, hire, 
call the gym, go to your gym, or if you know someone on Instagram or whatever, and like you know someone and you're training, assuming that you're, you're training face-to-face, walk in with that attitude. Don't be a fucking asshole about it. You have me, you have this podcast as your, uh, as your, as your, as your tool and say, Hey, look, how much can I, how many sessions can I get with this amount of money? And I want to learn these five, uh, compound exercises in my experience right now. I have five clients. That's all I could afford. That's all, that's all I could uh, do right now. Keep in mind, I work at Costco full time and I, I'm a father and a husband and all that stuff. I have a 65-year-old, a 44-year-old, a 32-year-old mother who just gave birth to her second child. And I have a 14-year-old and I have a, another 50-year-old woman, whatever. It took me, and I'm not, I'm not joking here. And I'm not trying to say like, I'm not trying to emphasize just how great of a trainer I am. It literally took me on average anywhere from two, well, anywhere up to six sessions. After the sixth session, they have established a good solid foundation regarding their, uh, these five compound exercises. Like they had great form. They were able to do it properly, effectively, and safely. And we were able to put some resistance, meaning they were able to squat, deadlift, all that stuff with weight. And after like the sixth session, uh, they even, they felt a huge difference, a crazy difference. And even their, their, their spouses and their friends, they all, they all told them like, they all thought they lost the weight, but in reality, they didn't lose any weight. They just, their posture is so much better that you, they look like they lost a lot of weight. It was a mind fuck. Anyways, obviously this is when I just started with them. Now they like total transformation. I've been with them for on average, I think the, the, the one client that I've been with the least is uh, a, year, a year and a half now. So, um, yeah, this whole thing guys is all about having a healthy, positive relationship with fitness. Unfortunately, yeah, it's really scary to try to, to really put, to give all that money to someone that you don't know. But now that you have this episode and you have my podcast, I'm here to help you guys and to educate you guys on what to do. All right. So guys, when hiring a trainer and knowing and making sure you're not getting fucked over, make sure they're chill. You like their vibes. Number two, have them teach you the five compound exercises. All right, guys, if you guys want to learn more about like, you know, I like some signs of a shitty trainer, I actually do have an episode in uh, my podcast. It's like, uh, I don't know what number I think I'm at like 40, 40 uh, episodes right now or 30, whatever. But I did make an episode. If you just scroll down. Secondly, if you feel like if you know someone who is going through this or needs to hear this, please share this on your social media accounts. Please go on my podcast and give it a five-star rating and a comment. That would be greatly appreciated because the more you comment and the more five-star ratings I get, the more, uh, the more it comes up on the search bar. And most importantly, guys, don't forget to keep it simple. Thank you so much.